on this episode of every Aussie number one song ever, we step into the new millennium, check in on the Grammys, and discuss when the soundtrack is better than the movie. Can you dig it? 9876544321111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111
something called the Olympics were held in Sydney. Okay. Yeah. You got any 2000 memories, specific memories, fellas? They used to do the Olympics every four years, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Apparently not anymore. Back in our day. Only one I have the memory I can remember this. Uh, I don't know whether you boys were all there. I remember the New Year's Eve at the uh, Anzac Oval where they did it and they were going to do a lot. Everyone, you put your like your sins or your things in on a piece of paper and then do it and light it up. And there was only like a little bit in there and they couldn't light it or something. <laughs> yeah, I do that? call that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. What a hoot. <laughs> Didn't quite work out. Yeah. A few of the uh, big artists of the time, music-wise, uh, were Bardo, one of the first ever pop stars, yeah, Destiny's Child, Britney, Eminem, Kylie, Anastasia, Powderfinger, U2, and Guido Hatsis. Guido. Guido Hatsis. I noticed he was in the album chart when I was researching. He was in the album chart? Yeah. That's uh, impressive and, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I can't remember any of his skits. What did he used to say? Just used to be prank phone calls, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Before we reveal this number one, I just want to go back to episode one of this podcast. It featured Eleanor Rigby by The Beatles, a timeless classic, an elegant and haunting track that the human race can hold up as a true triumph of our creativity and ingenuity, nothing short of a masterpiece. <laughs> now, a bit over 34 years after that song left many speechless, we come to the 13th of December, 2000, to a song that, well, may also leave us lost for words. It's Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baha Men. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Their first big hit, huh? Uh, well, any uh, what about any specific specific memories of this song? Whether it when it came out or over the years, Chris, you wanna? Um, I, I definitely remember it when it was when it was probably at its peak. I guess like it was. It seemed to be the song that was getting around, and everyone loved it and mimicked it, and probably didn't really know many of the words, but just loved singing the chorus of it. Yep. It's something that you don't really need to think of too much to get it stuck in your head again. It's uh, it's it's just it's a classic, I guess. Really, like <laughs> looking back on it, it's yeah, very memorable and definitely deserved its spot at number one. <coughs> Somehow, sorry, I had something there in my throat. <laughs> but, yeah. Well up there. Okay, for Doc, you got any uh, memories tied to this song? Not me. I I um I I actually can't. I came up earlier today thinking about it, but I I can't remember it coming out or any memory around that time. Probably one of them ones I wouldn't have realised it was as late as two thousand. Just had a quick guess. If someone had asked me, I would have said nineties. You know, classic nineties song. Um, but probably the two things that I thought about it was, it almost like around that time was like the novelty song was the the go like. And I, I don't know, I, I keep having this thing, like they almost feel like a bit of a meme from back in them times, like the songs that you remember are just, yeah, these sort of, I don't know, catchy one-hit wonders and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that was probably the first thing I was thinking. And the other mm. one was, it like, you'll probably get to it later what the lyrics are about, but it's also one of them ones, like it borders on like, it could be done by the Wiggles or something like that. Like it's a <laughs> kids, like just taking out the whole rapping or rapping um, bit. But yeah, like it sort of uh, could almost be a kid song, um, Wiggles or Peter Coom or one of the classics there. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Emma, Emma Wiggle, look out! <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a definitely a novelty song. I I don't remember ever being a massive fan, and I think I <laughs> I did listen to it again. But I was um all week I was like, think of the verse like. Before you go listen to the song, try and remember the verse. And for the life of me, had no <laughs> idea of any lyric or tune for the verse or any other part of the song, apart from the uh, the old chorus. So, um, yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd be the same. I could remember the chorus the whole time. But then when 
when I listened to it in the old yippee oh, <laughs> that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. when that come on, I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, that is right. I definitely had the picture of the uh, the video clip in my head straight away as soon as I heard it. Like, well, not even when I heard it, when Baxter said we were going to be doing it. Teddy, sorry, he's called on here. He, um... <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But, yeah, just remember, like, just the whole, like, tropical sort of scene and the Hawaiian top sort of things that they were wearing and then just the real fish cam of them screaming into the camera mm. with a bit of woof, woof, that woof. fish cam is a classic. It was, yeah, it? it was well used and just... Beautiful videography there, really. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll give a brief history on the Baja men. Take a guess what year they formed. November 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, expecting something like that. I read it. I read it and I was shocked. But, yeah, Chris, it might be beyond uh, I'll say they formed in 1992. 1977, they formed. No way. They were born. They were born. No, they were formed. Formed? The the band was formed in 1977 in the Bahamas, and they were were originally called High Voltage. Danger, danger. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, founded by Isaiah Taylor, who is still with the band. The self-described Bahamian Brotherhood uh, contained eight or nine members at a time over the years, bringing their island party to the people around the world. They originally played in local Bahamian nightclubs and hotels with their sound undercut by the Caribbean music style called Junkanoo. You ever heard of that one? Definitely not. Junkanoo. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Uh, very good. Better put a warning, a disclaimer at the start. <laughs> it's a heavily percussive carnival, you know, tropical type music, uh, which the Baja men would then throw on a mishmash of current trends, uh, searching for a hit. They toiled away as high voltage, self-releasing albums. Before, in 1991, Atlantic Records A&R fella Steve Greenberg came across the lads and signed them up to a subsidiary label. Steve also got the band to change their name to the Baja Men. It's early 90s. Uh, the men did find some success during the early to mid-90s in the Bahamas and strangely over in Japan, but no one really got behind them and it's kind of only Steve uh, who signed them, who still believed in them. He ended up starting his own label to, to sign them and uh, to keep the dream alive. And Steve was the one who convinced them to record Who Let the Dogs Out. They weren't that keen, but uh, Steve, he pushed it on them. Probably a solid uh, decision then in the end. I'm guessing they would have made a bit of coin out of it. <laughs> yeah. Did you know any of that? Definitely not. And... 30, so they when they not 77, you say they were formed. Yeah, and they've, they've changed members over the years, so they're not all the same, but. that's They've had 23 years. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good yeah, persistence, like... <laughs> though, really, if you think about it. Like, yeah. they've stuck to it to get that massive hit single out that's, uh, you know, stayed with everyone for another 20 years after that. Absolutely. And, and once again, I think, well, if, I don't know, 23 years later, don't know how old they were when they formed the band, but they're more in the middle age bracket sort of than, you know, young up-and-comers sort of thing. So. Mm, for sure. Yeah. We'll move on to the, the song then. Creza, is there anything about the music specifically you want to uh, highlight? Um. I, I don't think there's anything in there that really stuck it. Um, Stood out to me that much. Um, not really too educated in the ways of music when it comes to those sort of things. So <laughs> I think, yeah, they were just after a bit of that poppy sound that was going to get stuck in your head and that's how you got to the top in those days. So they did it well. Mm. I think any days. What episode was it when we talked about uh, one of the VGs gave that advice? He said, 
the key to a hit song is the hook. Doesn't matter what part of the song it is. You get the hook and you're set. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's the bit that uh, draws the people in and and uh, gets it stuck in their head to be wanting to hear again. So, so the go. Mm. Who let the dogs out? Certainly had that. And uh, Doc or Keith, you want to have a run at the music? Plenty going on. So. <laughs> I don't know if it's coming in like I suppose the uh that late nineties, early two thousands, they sort of started leaning towards more away from live band recordings and more into the computerized um production um of the music. So but there is a ton of instruments going on there. I couldn't <laughs> I don't know if you've got it listed out, but nah. there's uh, yeah. Bells, bloody Jamaican bongos, or yeah, uh, percussion. There's a. I did watch the uh, film clip, and the, there's a bass goes for a bit of a walk there for a little bit, <laughs> and uh, and then the, even at the end, like this acoustic guitar comes in, and they just they just get more and more and more. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's not bad. Certainly an assault on the ears. Yeah. Oh, I felt. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Chaos. And it's definitely uh, builds on the repetition, isn't it? it yeah, um, obviously that chorus bit is on there quite a quite a lot, and yeah, really does um, <laughs> you know make sure to drum the me- message home. Mm. First song we've done over three minutes too. We finally cracked the three minute mark. Just, but <laughs> but once again, I think like that goes back to if this song was recorded back in the sixties or whenever we were starting, like it would have just been. One or two choruses, a little bit of a rapping that was done. Be interesting to see how they charged recording time in studios back in the day as well. Like if you, if it was done by the minute or whatever of tape. I probably should have looked that up before the uh, <laughs> podcast, but oh, get your yeah, that might out. explain why everything's <laughs> yeah might explain why everyone's under the three minute mark or the two and a half minute mark. Anyway, yeah, food for thought. What about uh, the lyrics? Doc, did you have something to say about the lyrics? No, although when you have a look at when you when you have a look at it online, it's definitely um the the words there's a fair few broken English words in there like um all the yippies and all them sort of ones, but there's quite a lot of that, you know, I guess what is it, the rasta rapping sort of bit that yeah, I don't think it's um well even it's written how it's how it's said. It's not written in like the, the proper English spelling of what they're trying to say. So, you don't want to do a bit <laughs> of spoken off. word there, Dove, just to read out some of what they've got. Now I tell me self, damn man, go get angry. Ah, yippee yayo. Them <laughs> <laughs> girls calling them canine. Yippee yayo. But they say, hey, man, that is part of the party. Ah, yippee yayo. <laughs> them women in front. And out man behind, I hear a woman shout, outer. He's doing the whole song. I could listen to that going to sleep at night. That is Who let the dogs out? <laughs> yeah. You might have a bit of Bahamian blood in you. <laughs> it's a natural. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. Oh, Steve Greenberg will be listening to this. He'll come knocking on your door soon. <laughs> uh, well, did... Keith or Crescent, did you pick up anything? Yeah, I was um yeah, I was looking at uh last year in the dance you had a ball. You call me Millie Bug and Skettle. Anyway, so I did search. I did research, boys. Oh <laughs> here we uh, go. Yes. What is a Millie Bug? Well, it's just a bug. <laughs> really but, small one or something. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty small. Was it definitions? Yeah. Uh, it's just a harmless little insect, but the plot thickens. I did Google skettle. Yes. <laughs> I did Google skettle, and uh, this is Urban Dictionary. Very, <laughs> very reliable. A Caribbean term for a woman of loose morals. <laughs> Oof. And okay. also on Urban Dictionary, you can get a skettle mug for your cousin, Giovanna. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Makes sense. 
it does make sense so i'll um i'll get some ordered so we can drink from them next next session mm. yeah right yeah skittle i'm just trying to read in the context of what it's saying it says you call me Millibug and skittle but it's a bloke singing it isn't it? if it's a loose loose woman or whatever it was yeah. you could be saying that from her point of view maybe is that well? Is that what it is about? Oh, it might be. It is a little bit going down that way. Yeah. So it's it's hard to work out whether the like which way they're talking in most of the lyrics really. Like, yeah, don't, don't even know if it's actually sexual or not either. That's confusing me. Ugh, yeah, but I know they're having it. They're having <laughs> a go at at dogs at, at one point in it because it's just like they're really putting you down if you don't have a bone. Saying a doggy ain't nothing if you don't have a bone. So seems a bit harsh, really. Did you read that or recite it? It was very fluent. I've been listening to it all week. I'm going to be honest. I love that song. <laughs> it's just one of the best. Uh, the, the lyrics, yeah, I didn't, I don't know, I never took notice really back in the day or whatever. That's the one redeeming quality, I think. It is about, yeah, the women, there's a party going on, the blokes start acting up, call, cat calling and stuff, and the women start saying, who let the dogs out? talking about the blokes i just thought it was about animals back in the day well the yeah, film, I, film clip does start with a uh, animal keeper mm. or whatever you let and the dogs are getting away but <laughs> i never uh never read into the lyrics i was the same yeah i was totally uh well shocked by it a little bit because yeah and once again i think as we said at the start you don't remember any of the other things so that you have that dogs out um chorus bit but yeah when you actually read it, it's completely uh off that topic sort of thing so yeah that gained a bit of respect to be honest i was get, going heading towards a zero score but oh <laughs> jump it up a little okay yeah, any other comments on the musical lyrics um i had no idea that pitbull was part of the um baha men originally like I did not realise that. Like he actually calls himself out in the lyrics as well, saying that's why they call me Pitbull. So he's like identified himself before he actually got big. So he must have just like broke off at some stage and started up on his own, moved to Miami and did his thing. You're a big Pitbull man too, aren't you? I am a big Pitbull. I love Pitbull. He's awesome. <laughs> we can edit that out. Thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, there's quite the story on, on the origin of the, specifically the main hook in the song. There's a guy named Ben Sisto. He was browsing Wikipedia one day and he noticed that it said uh, a British hairdresser by the name of Keith had given the song to Baha Men. And <laughs> this is all true. He, the the issue was there was no source. Uh, it said citation needed. So he, he decided to investigate and next minute he's been doing it for many, many years and this is what he found. I'll give a quick summary. So the Baha Men version was basically a cover of a version by a fellow named uh, Anselm Douglas. Uh, he called the song Doggy. But it's pretty much... Word for word, Baha Men added in a few UPIOs and whatnot. Uh, but then he, Anselm Douglas, he got the main hook from a radio jingle created by a couple of radio producers, the Who Let the Dogs Out, who, who, who. Uh, before that, in 1994, the same band who wrote Short Dick Man had a song, oh. <laughs> they had a song called You're a Dog, which the chorus went, who let the dogs loose? Who, who, who? What? <laughs> yeah, it keeps going. <laughs> in 1992, there was a Miami rap duo. They had written a song called Who Let the Dogs Out. Very similar chorus again. And, yeah, I think lastly, the furthest he went back was the mid-80s to a high school football team whose crowd, the crowds would chant, Who Let the Dogs Out? Who, who, who? And, yeah, there's a doco. He's made a doco about it. Um, check it out. I listened to a podcast. He was he described it all. So pretty insane. 
That is impressive effort, really. Like to go through that, and I noted they like obviously in your research there. Was there any uh, mention of royalties exchanged hands between all these different people who have had a bit of a slice of it? <laughs> yeah, the well, the Baha men had to pay out the Anselm Douglas fella. Yeah, so that was a pretty obvious one, and then I think he he got permission from the radio producers that Anselm Douglas but the radio producers they didn't know about the Baha men until they heard it on the radio <laughs> <laughs> and the ones back in the day they were like had people bringing them up saying oh, I just heard your song on the radio they're like what <laughs> can't be you know might uh, might be ongoing to be honest yeah the doggos just come out last year I think I'll have to chase it up all right, just a couple more things on, on the Baha Man song version. It was released in July 2000. Didn't really gain traction until it was featured on the movie Rugrats in Paris. Yeah, I was reading that. And I think, um, I don't know, um, I'll probably get to it later with the ch- ch- chart watch. But um, I think with it too, oh, the other thing that I was shocked with, it only got big in America after that movie, but it never got to number one. It was like number 40 or something was its best result mm. in America. I was a Didn't bit like, close, yeah. yeah, like it's just one of them ones. Obviously you only know what you know growing up. But yeah. I was just thought it would have been, yeah, all over. Yeah. I think yeah. it went number one in New Zealand. And yeah. New UK Zealand was, was two, number two, but, but it was one of the biggest songs of the decade or something in the UK. Um, yeah, it went platinum in Australia. That's seventy thousand sales. Yeah, it just you just wonder like <laughs> who's buying it. Like you know, this is back before streaming. People are actually going into a shop, <laughs> forking out their like, hard earned. Understand kids? Yeah. You know, it's a, kids would love it, but adults. I don't know. It just I can't fathom that. What did um singles used to sell for? They like oh, nine five bucks, bucks, maybe five or nine bucks. I reckon they're between five and nine, something like that. Yeah, you, you can see a few parents buying it for the kids, mm. um, especially if especially it came if out it with the Rugrats. You'd think it'd yeah, be yeah, yeah. people would be wanting it a bit more. I think it was featured mm. in quite a few other movies as well. When you sort of give would have heard it in quite a few other ones. I'm assuming you've got a list there. Right? Teddy, I don't actually. You don't? I was oh, they, you were about oh. to start. <laughs> Here's a couple. Here's a couple. Um, yeah, Rugrats in Paris, a vampire, little the little vampire, Miss Congeniality. Oh um, yes, Rat Race, Around the World in Eighty Days, Garfield the Movie, um, Who, The Hangover. Says it gets mm. a mention. I think in terms of uh, movies, though, one of the ones that did make me laugh was uh, they also recorded a cover of Elton John's Cro- Crocodile Rock. For the film The Crocodile Hunter Collision Course with Steve Irwin. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, good on him. Yeah. You got that there, Doc? You want to play that? <laughs> I'm going to just uh, spoken word it if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember when life was fun. You'd be ale. The uh, song, yeah, it's 20 years now. I mean, it's still just everywhere, it's especially as, as well in the sports scene. I mean, <laughs> any team with a dog as the mascot has got to have played it at some point over the last 20 years. Uh, people have walked out to it in baseball. Uh, it's in monster trucks. Uh, <laughs> How do you know that one? I didn't know actually until I read it, but yeah, <laughs> I I did go to a Monster Jam. I can't remember if it, they played it there. <laughs> uh, no doubt, countless dog shows. Yeah. <laughs> Checking his band from there. <laughs> <laughs> All the dogs just start going nuts. But it would also be one of them classics, like weddings, like just loose parties and all that. Throw that on people, like oh, you know, like it. You got married right recently, dog. Yeah, this uh, got skipped very quickly. But um, <laughs> nah, but like you know, you just them classics where uh, 
get a bit of um, novelty value in there. Like I'm thinking nightclubs mm. and all that sort of stuff. Could be a lot of people, um, you know, either uh, blend it with another song and all that sort of stuff. It's easy. You don't have to remember the lyrics. You, you sort of know what's going on. And even just in the media general, generally, like anytime there's a dog article or something, you're going to see a headline. Uh, who let the dogs out? Like, like you said it before, it's a meme, basically. Yeah. The only other interesting fact when we we're just talking about the uh, in- involvement in um, movies there before, I did just read another interesting fact. Yeah, I think uh, I know what you're going to say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm beating you to this one. No, please go ahead. Uh, they performed on stage for season 14 episode of The Bachelorette. <laughs> 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 Like that is impressive, uh, the Bachelorette, American Bachelorette. I'm guessing I guess it, it, yeah, took place in the Bahamas, so I'm guessing that's the American um, one. But yeah, I don't know where the how you would feel. Like obviously, the lyrics are about the blokes creeping, and then <laughs> it's on the Bachelorette. Yeah. Like it, yeah, that sort ironic. of fits, really, doesn't it? Like it does. Yeah, yeah. It actually, like makes a lot of sense. Very shrewd choice yeah. by the producers. Yeah, I was going to say uh, the Baja Men. They in nineteen ninety four they featured in a film, uh, My Father the Hero, starring Catherine Heigl and Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> That's ninety four too, isn't it? Yeah. It's still six years before this. There's a movie set in the Bahamas, and the, they were the star, uh, they were the house band at a restaurant or something. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, big fan. Yeah, Gerard. They uh, they managed to win a Grammy, Doc? They sure did. Um, so, yeah, the Grammy, though, having a bit of a look, um, they won the the fourth ever version of that one. The best, I think it was the best dance recording or something, wasn't yep. it? Yep, best and dance yeah, recording. Yeah, it only started from 1998. I think they rebranded another couple others that were all more pop-based. And, yeah, this was the fourth one of the dance. Uh, uh, the dance one. Any ideas on what would be around that that time, you fellas, of what it would have beaten to claim the coveted Grammy? Can we guess after chart watch? <laughs> uh, I don't know whether they were in the chart still. What What are the like requirements to be the best dance recording? Because I can't really remember them dancing in the film clip or it actually being a song that you can dance to that well. Well, the, I'll give you the give you what won the year before was Sure's Believe. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a dance song though. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so the other nominees were Enrique Iglesias with "Be With You," Jennifer Lopez, "Let's Get Loud," <laughs> Moby, "Natural Blues," and Eiffel sixty five. Blue oh. Dubber D. Oh. Oh. How could they knock that's that off? Deep. That's rough. Couple of heavy yeah. hitters there. It was, yeah, it was actually interesting reading through some of the artists that have been nominated for it. <laughs> that, yeah, title. There were some good songs and there was some short songs as well, but yeah. <laughs> One to keep an eye out for next uh, year, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last thing I was going to say about the bar, I mean, they're still going today. Released a new single in April 2020. It's called Take a Chance. Yeah. Cover of ABBA? No, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, good on them. Mm. Yeah, having a crack. Anything else you want to mention, fellas, before we give a verdict? The only thing that I I seen too was their next song was called "You All Dat." Mm. D A T. That's um, solid. Went to number eight in Australia. <laughs> yeah, is that enough? It's not quite enough to avoid the one hit wonder. Probably they've been labelled with that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I reckon you get the second one with the one hit one that gets that sympathy, make the charts. Oh, don't, I don't know mm. the song at all, but yeah. You got to know how, what is that class of a one hit wonder? What do you have to do with your second song to not be? Because there'd probably be a lot of people, I'm guessing, if you look through the charts history that you think is one hit wonders, and they probably had one or two or even three number ones. But they just didn't hit the same highs. Mm. It's probably the disparity between the the big hit, <laughs> which for... Baja Man is large. Yeah. And then what the next one is, which mm, even though it got to number eight, <laughs> don't know. They're not that prominent as well, I suppose. It's one hit wonders. They come out 
their hits there and then they just sort of fade off into a RSL circuit or something like that. <laughs> Bahamas. <Just> man. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Bahamas. <laughs> and number 33. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kreza, you want to give a rating for us? Sum it up. Um, well, what do you, you guys go out of ten here, don't you? So, I reckon I'd have to, I'd have to give it a uh, give it a good double digits. So, solid two. <laughs> oh, uh, oh dear! Any last comment about the song in general? Um, no, I don't really. There's not much more really to be said. I suppose did they ever do? Did they ever manage to do a follow-up to the song and actually, like, find out who did let the dogs out? Because like, this has been – obviously, there's there's been more people looking for this since you said, like, there were so many other people that have done this song as well. It seems to be, like, one of the greatest mysteries of, well, the 20th mm. century at least. And they brought it into the 21st. I do believe it is an episode on uh, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Oh, excellent. <laughs> 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 You mentioned the video earlier, Chris, like at the very start of that too. It's like a it's a zillion who wants dollar to be a question. Yeah, it's not a, not even a million. It's a zillion dollars. for one zillion dollars. <laughs> you guys remember the video clip a lot more than I do. I do not recall it. I did see a car phone in it. <laughs> uh, all right, Keith, you want to have a crack? I will. Um, got to commend the, uh, the, the way they've held in the, you know, what do you call it? The Bahamian, um, percussion and bongos and bells mm-hmm. and triangles and, and their core culture sound, I suppose. And then they've mixed in, um, the westernized poppy, simple, um, mm. repetitiveness that, um, tends to get you up the charts and obviously done it well enough to get to the top. So uh, well done on there. Um, but uh, for me, just it's just the novelty, the gimmickiness of the song. Uh, there's, yeah, I think I'll just give it a score. And I can't remember me other scores. I should. Can you send me me other scores? You've done three, I think, is the highest you've gone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I have got, I have got them all, but yeah, I can't recall. I haven't got it on me at the well, moment. It is hard to um, distinguish between a song that you grew up with and a song that, uh, as a part of it at the time it was released, and one that you maybe got it from your parents. But I'll give this a four and a half. Oh wow, that is a lot more than I thought you would. Generous, get. well done. Is it? Oh, okay, no, yeah. stuffed it again. <laughs> And a half, yeah, that's nah, dog. Yeah, well, I, I was sort of sitting there thinking, well, I'm after your words at the start, I might have been a bit more generous, but once again, I don't think it was as bad as what I was thinking it would be. Like, I, you know, you remember the novelty sort of hits, but like I think mean, uh, Keith was saying before, there's you know, there's a fair bit going on musically in it, a few different instruments, and um, all that, and yeah, I'll look, I'd probably be a three, I think. Um, Oh, better better number ones out there and all that. But yeah, like like I say, I probably was a bit. That wasn't too wasn't too, too bad. Um, yeah, whether I would put it on repeat or anything like that again. But um, yeah. you in you in harsher on uh, if I were a carpenter, I think, Doc. Yeah, well, that just didn't. I just like for me, it had nothing that um sort of stuck out that I don't know perked me up a little bit. This yeah. song, like I don't know, if you're in a bit of a shit mood or something, put on a mm. bit of that. It'd be a happy Fair song. Enough. It's, you'd still be in a shit mood. <laughs> yeah, you get angry. At just, I am. Uh, I, I am fair to say I am concerned. Teddy's been shocked at us giving these scores. He is going oh, bottom no. of the barrel. Here. Yeah, I'm going to one. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, only because of the lyrics, really. Too when I realised <laughs> there was a bit he's more just, deeper meaning. And he's just done his vote out of a hundred. Uh, <laughs> I was very surprised. That's could be a redemptive arc for the Baja men coming here. Uh, Maybe their meme times pass and they can have another stab at critical success. I just I forgot to mention before though, they've been ranked like the worst song. You know, 
in the worst songs ever and by um, publications, they're always in the mix, you know, they're always in the top 10 or whatever. I thought the funniest funniest one that mentioned uh, Rolling Stone magazine put it at like number eight of the worst songs of the 90s, even though it came out in 2000. <laughs> That's just how yeah. very harsh. Very harsh. Yeah, all right. Before you jump into the next mm-hmm. one, I thought I'd give this back one back to you, potentially Tone, but I did mm-hmm. a bit of research on the Bahamas and I'll tell you what, we're in this COVID lockdown state. If you ever mm-hmm. just want to bring your mood down and get depressed, just look up a few <laughs> photos of the Bahamas and see the things that you're missing out on because it looks a pretty luscious oh, sort of place. Yes. But yeah, I just had a, had a couple of things there. What mm-hmm. do you reckon the national sport of the Bahamas would be? Quotes? Oh, yeah, I Soccer. know that. Yeah. What did you say? Coits. It's got to be coits. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cricket. Oh, I was going to say cricket. But Yeah, cricket, but they're not part of the West Indies. Like, none of them can play oh, for the right. West Indies because they've had a blue yeah, there okay. or something. But the other interesting <laughs> one just about the Bahamas was they're one of the richest countries of the Americas with an economy based on two things. The first is tourism. <laughs> the second is offshore finance. I just when I seen the old offshore finance, I thought that's Mm. the country you want to live in. You got any leads there? We could uh, sit and count up. Yeah, well, um, if you want to donate to our uh, our (laughs) our account, uh, no, that's it. That's very impressive. There you go. Yeah, would be nice to visit there one day. Oh yeah, it looks a good good spot. All right, we might move on now to Chart Watch. Everyone's favourite segment. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Chart Watch. So it's uh, peaked at number one, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) No, crazy. (laughs) Bombshell. Stayed stayed there for four weeks, but it it entered the charts at number three and um yeah lasted seven weeks in total so four of them at number one then she was gone from the chart seven weeks <laughs> in total so that's um it's not a lot around there to really tip it off though is it there's some classics in there geez vitamin c that was a huge song so yeah teenage that- dirt bag Teenage Dirtbag was number two in this week, being the 10th of the 12th, uh, 2000. Yep. Vitamin C, Friends Forever, that was huge. Then a bit of Human Nature, um, He Don't Love Me, Destiny's Child, number five, Independent Woman, part one. Mm. But yeah, then so then scrolling down the other ones, a couple of the others didn't, didn't ring a bell. Jennifer Lopez, Let's Get Loud at number nine. Then there was actually one that did grab my eye that I thought, uh, Kreza might be able to shed some light on at number 24, or 23, sorry, up from 24, Bumfunk MCs, B-Boys, Fly Girls. Yes. How the hell that's way down at number 23 or 24 is absolutely <laughs> beyond me. That should be just sitting in the top of the charts all year at number one or two, maybe to give well, like, maybe give a bit of space for Robbie Williams and Kylie Minogue to go up to number one for a week and then yes. back down and put yeah, a bit of Bumfunk MCs back up there, I think. Bomb Funk MCs, peak reached with that song, peak of number seven. That's disgraceful. Was in in the charts for 19 weeks compared to old Baha Men, only lasted seven. So, yeah, there you go. It's a Um, a real grower, B-Boys and Fly Girls. Oh, that that song reminds you of doing the cha-cha at the Warwick show, I reckon. I reckon that always would be on, like, at the the show rides. Yeah, then the other ones there. Beautiful Day, U2, 27. Um, bit of Aaron Carter at number 38. Limp Biscuit, <laughs> Limp Biscuit, 41. Oh, another one for Chris. Yeah, he's a big uh, limp man. <laughs> <laughs> limp Biscuit man. <laughs> it doesn't sound any better when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> and at number 49... The year 2000, Nikki Webster. Oh, that was her year, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, if you, uh, I don't know, Keith's saying there's not, not many to knock it over. Geez, there is some classics in amongst there. 
Green Day sticks out to me, I'd have to say. Minority. Not one of their best, but uh, good enough for the time. Robbie Williams and Kyle Minogue. One of the all-time classic duets. Bit of Offspring original prankster. I didn't realise that was 2000 as well. I thought that was, yep. I thought that was yeah. earlier than that. Ricky Martin, she yeah. bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number 13. Gwyneth Paltrow. There's not many I don't recognise here, I'll be honest. I know, I know nearly every song here, I reckon. Yeah, there's a couple that I just like I don't know, but once again you probably put on you're like, oh that one, but um There's one number six, Madison, don't you worry. I was like, oh, I did not recognise that. Looked it up. Yep. I was singing along. It's a couple of females. So don't you worry. I'm doing fine. Don't oh, you worry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Ever quite made number one though. Yeah, I couldn't tell you if they had any other songs either. Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell, um, the name. Hmm. Maybe they should have been worrying. <laughs> any other? All Saints are in there too. I didn't recognise that Black Coffee song. Black Coffee, yeah, that never heard of that one. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis are in there. That was a strange time. She had a couple of hits, yeah. didn't she? Did she? Yeah, I know I she one. had a couple of those duets. Yeah. I remember uh, Teenage Dirtbag sort of making me think that that movie that was sort of the soundtrack for was going to be really good. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Loser. Yeah. It, it didn't work out that way at all, really, did it? That was rather <laughs> shit. But... <laughs> I wonder uh, how many times has that happened? The songs on the soundtrack is better than the movie. Probably three or four. <laughs> Can you name the, the four movies, Chris? Yeah, so you'd have um... Rugrats <laughs> from Paris. <laughs> Rugrats, that one Steve Irwin was in. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the Moulin Rouge movie, that looked a lot better in the film clip for the uh, girls up there as well, but that's just me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I, remember, I reckon the one for me was the uh, Men in Black. I remember that. That song was massive. And then the movie, it just was only played right in the credits. I remember being, like, disappointed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, very good. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, next, yeah, next, 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 please. Time we go for the next random date. Here we go. All right. This is actually extremely exciting. Yeah, I uh, get a bit nervous here. I never know what's going to happen. You mean, there's lack of sport on now. EPL's finished. <laughs> Chris, are you seeing behind the scenes here? You can tell everyone that this is legit. This is unreal. I'm, I'm actually uh, very excited to see this happen. All right, so I'm going to hit get dates. Should we start live streaming this, the, the official? Um... <laughs> oh, we make it an extra. On our, Facebook uh, live. Socials. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, we're going back. Wow, right. we're going back. Oh, I know the, what that'll be. The, <laughs> the 4th of March, <laughs> 1948. Post wow. Oh, that is Mickey Blue Eyes. Oh, you no. did do some research too. Okay. Wow. Hey. Ad- admittedly, oh. that that year it looks like you're a fair chance of having one artist. <laughs> yeah. Well. One, mm. two, three, Definitely recognised. He the big fella. Name there. The song. I don't know. I'll have to check it out. What that song is. I'm pretty sure it was a cover. Back in 48. Did they do that then? It's actually. Yeah, a lot of them actually were covers back in those days. Uh, That's uh, an exciting new chapter for the podcast going back, way back. All right. Do you want our our reactions? (laughs) Was that it? (laughs) Was that it? (laughs) Oh! Oh. Where, 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 where? See, it was number one back in de- December in 1947 as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so it's hang on. Oh, going for five months. Five mu- hang on, that was December. Yeah, five and months. In wow. September. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> that was 
back in September 1947 was the first Two. time it got Beautiful. there. Then jump back in. Jump back in over uh, Christmas. Wouldn't have it been ironic to have it 12 months later? Oh. Back in at number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So with the five, because it says you get four weeks for a month, does that... Oh, it's probably a bit more, um, bit more accurate anyway in the two thousands. I'd imagine. Mm. I was just trying to get my head around uh, who let the dogs out, being in there for four weeks. <laughs> you used to vote too, Chris. I blame you. <laughs> At home with the remote on Channel V. Yeah, that's it. You hit the red button. You could vote for whatever you wanted. That was great. Who let the dogs out? It was great. Play the damn song. All right. As always, it's time to play the song for this episode. It's Who Let the Dogs Out and our guest, Kreza. You're going to look after us. I am. I think this is probably why you got me on here, really, because you knew that I would have kept the single from when I bought it back in 2000. Oh, you do not. Well, you don't f- throw out something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Now, listening to what you guys have done in the past, it's obviously a big deal bringing on the song and you want to do it in style. So I've actually spent the last week training up my dog to uh, pick up the oh, single wow. from down in the lounge room and bring it up to me. So, oh, What's your dog's name? Name's Spike. I actually named him after the dog in Rugrats. So I thought, oh, oh, really oh nice. It actually suited mm-hmm. quite well. I didn't realise they were even on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hold All on. All right, Spike. Spike. Yeah. Spike. Baha man. You know the one I want. That's it. Yeah, that's it for you. Oh, no. Drop it. Drop it. What are you... Where are you going? Come on, Spike. Come on. You can do it. Oh, he's running off. Hang on. I'll go get him. Spike. I think I've broken my ankle. Chris, Chris are you there? Oh, no. Spike, can you hear Jesus. us? Jesus. He's not in a good way. Oh, Chris, are you all right? What, what's Spike doing? I don't know. He got out. I left the door open. Oh. It was me. Have you lost I your CD? I don't know where that is. I think he took it. He took it with him. Uh. I've got to be honest. I only found the dog earlier this week. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> it's all right. your muzzle. Once again. <laughs> We're left hanging dry. Thanks for trying, Chris. Thanks for coming on, mate. I hope your foot's all right. And uh, more importantly, the CD's all right. Thanks to Doc and Keith as well. Catch you all next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Danny. You're still here. Wow. Well done. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening. If you want to link up via the socials, search for every Aussie number one song ever on Facebook and instagram or chuck us an email at every oz no one at gmail.com that's every aus no and the number one at gmail.com we would love to hear any anecdotes or facts and figures about the songs and artists cheers <laughs>